Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Friday, June 11th, ahead of Game 3 tonight. And Game 2 was a tough one to watch. Very tough to watch. Hawks took a lot of punches early from Philly, tried to claw back, but the 76ers just continued to hold off the Hawks time after time after time. In Tuesday's game, and thanks to some individual performances on their end, and I hate being right about some things. In this episode, we'll review what predictions I made prior to Game Two that were right and what were wrong, and what needs to change tonight as the Hawks take the court here in Atlanta in front of a sold-out crowd at the State Farm Arena. And we're gonna cover all of this after this plug for my bookie. If you like losing money. Turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is is that no cash is required to enter and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. And as I mentioned, the Sixers came out as the aggressors in Game 2, which is one of the many reasons why they won the game with the final score of 118-102. Philly forced 
18 Atlanta turnovers on Tuesday night, which led to 28 points on their end, which is something that the Hawks are going to have to just do better at. We have to take care of the ball. And it was just sloppy. And the defensive pressure for Philly was much better in game two, which is an adjustment that I kind of foresaw. I thought they were going to be a little bit more physical, aggressive on the defensive end, try to force mistakes offensively for the Hawks. And they did that. Mission accomplished on their end. Philly also shot the ball very well from downtown, shooting 46% from three on Tuesday night. They had 2019 assists and 10 steals. Embiid did Embiid things after watching the NBA crown Nikola Jokic as the league MVP. Embiid just went out and dropped a 40-piece on the Hawks, continually proving he's been, which we all know, he's pretty much unstoppable right now, even with a bad knee. Tobias Harris had 22 points for Philly and really led things off as he scored 16 of those 22 points in the first quarter on Tuesday night. Seth Curry continues to be a marksman from behind the arc with 21 points on Tuesday with five three-pointers made. And Shake Milton was the hero for the Sixers off the bench with 14 big points. Most of those points coming in the fourth quarter. On the flip side of things, the Hawks basically played catch up all night and they ran out of gas down the stretch as Shake Milton and the rest of the 76ers really just closed things out to take game two. Trey Young finished with 21 points, 11 assists. He was 6 of 16 from the floor, 1 of 7 from the three point line. Bogey had 14 points, 7 rebounds, and only had two made three pointers, which I continue to talk about on the program. When Bogey hits three or more threes, the Hawks usually win. Tuesday night, he hit two. Coincidentally, the Hawks lose. John Collins fouled out, scoring eight points and grabbing 10 rebounds. Capella had 10 points and was well below his season average in rebounds, only grabbing eight boards on Tuesday night. Dino Gallinari and Kevin Herter were spectacular off the bench as they both finished with 20-plus points and combined for eight made three-pointers. So they came out to play, and outside of Lou Will, who added six points off the bench, no one else really contributed in a major way on Tuesday night. And it's going to have to be a team effort if the Hawks are wanting to win this series and definitely win game three tonight. And like I said, in the end, the Hawks still stole a game from Philly winning game one, and now they come back 1-1 tie instead of being down 0-2, which is just, it's still great. We cannot overlook that. And it's time for them to now come home, put on a show in front of their home fans, which I think they will do tonight. And I'm excited to see the effort that they're going to put forth, which is going to be a huge key for this team if they're going to win tonight. Now I'm going to talk about where I was right and where I was wrong. And I'm not biting off of Colin Cowherd at all, but there are a lot of things that I predicted and kind of foresaw happening in game two. I talked about on the last program and watching it play out, whether it was for Philly or for the Hawks, it was either yay or uh, I hate, I hate that I was right about that. Or I hate that I was wrong about that. As I said, defensively, Philly was going to come. They were going to show up and they did on Tuesday night in a big way. As I said, they doubled. The Hawks had doubled the number of turnovers than Philadelphia, 
on Tuesday night. Defensively, Philly did a great job closing out the three-point line, lowering that three-point shooting percentage for the Hawks in game two. They made it difficult all game long, scoring, just being real physical, challenging shots, playing with a lot of energy and effort. And I will say the Hawks did not shoot the ball terribly from the floor, which was a positive, and that's something that they can build off of going into game three tonight. But Philly just shot better from the floor, over 50% from the floor. And as I mentioned, 46% from the three. So the Hawks are just going to have to do better defensively. Philly, they did their job. They responded. They tightened things up. Hawks got to do that themselves tonight. And with DeAndre Hunter out for the remainder of the playoffs with a torn meniscus, it's going to have to be a team effort. It's going to have to be team defense for the Hawks wanting, which we all want. We all want them to do this, but we need them to stop Philly. And it's going to have to come on the defensive end. And I'm really, as I said, interested in the energy that they're going to put forth tonight. And the crowd, which is, as I said, is going to be a sold-out crowd here tonight, is going to be a huge key in providing energy for the Hawks. Hustle plays, grabbing loose balls, playing with a little bit more energy and effort on the defensive end, attention to detail. All that is going to be huge tonight, and I'm excited to watch that play out as we saw how fantastic the home crowd was here in Atlanta in round one. I feel like the fans are going to match that same energy tonight and in game four with sitting back watching how that Philly crowd really took it to the Hawks in game two. Atlanta's going to be ready, and it's going to be a show. I cannot wait. I'm glad this is on ESPN so people can continue to see what the Hawks have here in Atlanta with their team, with their fan base, with their potential, but that's a conversation for another day, as I talk about energy, 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 the Hawks never matched the energy for Philadelphia game two, wasn't even close. And as I said, they were trying to play catch up, trying to come back the entire night, but they fell short. That's why I said before the crowd tonight in Atlanta is going to be a huge factor. I talked about John Collins' contribution. He had a great game two, great game two, scoring 21 points. And how did he follow that up? With eight points and fouled out. We needed more from him on Tuesday night, but it was, and it was a tough game for everybody. All the bigs, especially defensively, trying to stop Joel Embiid. It was just tough, tough sledding. And he had to expend a lot of energy on that uh, side of the floor. And when you are constantly in foul trouble, it's going to be hard for you to repeat your performance from game one. And that's what happened to John Collins. And I said it was a tough game for all the bigs going up against Joel Embiid. I said on a program prior that our bigs needed to stay out of foul trouble. We had to defend without fouling. And between Capella, John Collins, and Oyeka Okongwu, all three of them combined for 13 of the team's 21 fouls in game two. This is a broken record almost, but we got to stay out of foul trouble, especially our bigs. We need them on the floor. We need to be able to throw a bunch of different bodies at Joel Embiid, give them different looks, be aggressive on the defensive end to make things challenging for him offensively. That is something that many teams have failed at the entire year, which is why he was the MVP candidate. But that is going to be a key as far as foul trouble for our bigs in this game tonight in every game 
going forward this series if you want to close things out and win it and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. We talked about who will be ready off the bench. I talked about the consistency of Kevin Herter. He continues to be consistent coming off the bench, which I love to see. He is earning his money. He's earning a lot of respect around the league. A lot of people on Twitter are singing a different tune as far as when mentioning Kevin Herter here in Atlanta and in the national uh, landscape of things of people who cover the NBA. Kevin Herter with 20 points on 8 of 10 shooting on Tuesday night with 3 of 5 from the three-point line. And as I said, he continues to be consistent and show up every game this postseason. And I expect him to continue continue to play like that tonight, especially in front of the home crowd who are going to go crazy and give him a warm welcome back to the State Farm Arena. And it was great to see Danilo Gallinari do his thing off the bench. He's been struggling a little bit in this series. And for him to score 21 points on Tuesday on 7-15 shooting, Shot the ball 5 of 9 from the three-point line. Those two, Kevin Herter and Danilo Gallinari, gave the Hawks the spark off the bench that they needed. Made things interesting. Closed the gap as far as leads throughout the game. And I expect the bench to play well tonight. Being at home, feeding off that energy. And if the bench is doing their thing, the starters, they got to pull their weight too. And the starters just did not do that in game two. Outside of Trey Young and Bogey. The other three starters, Hill, who was in place of Hunter, Capella and Collins, just fell short there. And they're going to have to be ready tonight, game three, if they want to win. I mean, you can't have 18 points between Solomon Hill, Capella, and Collins. You can't have 18 combined points. You need more than that. And with Bokey only having 14 and Trey Young having 21, you got to get contributions elsewhere. We know this team can shoot the ball, can score the ball at a high clip, very efficient, but it's going to have to be team ball. They had 20 team assists on Tuesday night. I would like that number to be over 25. When they have over 25 team assists, that means ball movement is there. A lot of people get in touches, which makes their offense more lethal because you don't know where they're going to attack from. That has to happen tonight, and I expect it to happen tonight. I talked about limiting Tobias Harris. He has six points after the first quarter. That's great. That's great. But the damage was already done in the first 12 minutes, talking about the first quarter, where Tobias went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, scoring 16 points, and really set the tone for Philadelphia. The Hawks must limit Tobias Harris offensively. I said he's the X factor for Philadelphia. With Ben Simmons not really scoring at a high clip, and B doing his thing. And they're getting some contributions here and there for people off the bench. But if you can limit Tobias Harris, if you can keep him under 15 points, 16 points, the Hawks will most likely win if you can keep him under 16, 15 points. But if he's scoring 20-plus points, that's a problem for the Hawks. And that makes Philadelphia's offense even more lethal. So we have to limit him offensively. We have to get physical with him. We have to cut off his driving lanes as he was just having a free pass, pass and go, collecting 200 like a Monopoly, getting to the hole and scoring at will in the first quarter. And without DeAndre Hunter, who is extremely equipped to guard him, and with Cam Reddish not really ready to take the floor yet, it's going to have to be a team effort to stop Tobias and Joel Embiid as offensively 
Philadelphia goes as those two go. So I would love to see that adjustments here in game three. And as I said, game two, things had to be tighter, more physical on the Hawks side of things. And Philly responded to that call. They were tighter, more physical on offense. I mean, sorry, on defense. And offensively, they shot the ball lights out. And the Hawks could not match that energy, that physicality for a full 48 minutes. And that will need to change tonight. Hawks play tonight at 7.30 Eastern time on ESPN here in Atlanta. And I expect the Hawks to come out as the aggressors tonight in front of their home crowd. I expect the home crowd to go bonkers tonight. And B will do his thing. We already know that. But if we can limit him in any way, limit Tobias Harris, limit those shooters and Danny Green and Seth Curry, which will be crucial as well because Seth Curry's had a really good series against the Hawks so far shooting the ball. But the Hawks are going to have to step up defensively. They're going to have to force turnovers. They're going to have to return the favor as Philly forced a lot of turnovers on the Hawks in game two. We're going to have to give them that Southern hospitality here at the State Farm Arena. We're going to have to have those hustle plays, go for loose balls, grab rebounds, force steals. I mean, we're going to have to do everything we can to spark the crowd, spark the team alike, help them to have some success in the offensive end, move the ball, and just, just play better. Play better. We need to throw the first punch. We need to be the aggressors. And I think they will tonight. It's going to be fun. With the extra day of rest, I think the Hawks are going to be ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Hopefully you are. It's 8 in the morning right now as I'm recording this. Under 12 hours until tip-off. You, you better get ready. You got to get ready for it tonight. We as a team, you as fans, if you're either at the arena, if you're at a bar, they need to feel that energy and that presence here in Atlanta because this is game three is going to be pivotal for the Hawks. We need to win game three to continue to put ourselves in position to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars, give us a good review, share it, tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. Share it with fellow Hawks fans. NBA fans, basketball enthusiasts, Atlanta sports fans, pretty much anybody with ears who want to hear my voice and hear about the Hawks, share this podcast with them. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett67. That is Brad, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-6-7. Sheesh! Playoff basketball is back. Here in Atlanta, actually here in Atlanta, tonight, you better get your popcorn ready, like T.O. says, because it's going to be a show. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.